Olwalero tugenda kuogera ku ngeri okufumitiriza ku kigambo kya katonda. Nirangagalo kusomera enzivunula obo kunnyonyola. What meditation really means. Ekigambo okufumitiza kikike kitegeza. The word meditate means to muse over, to contemplate. Okufumitiza kitegeza ekintu oba okukidingana. To ponder, to plan in the mind. Mukiruwozaako. To purpose to intend really to intend actually to action to do something and the greek word here implies to revolve something around in your mind and it's also translated to imagine you know, and I believe that there's actually two different reasons for biblical meditation. First of all, I believe that biblical meditation can help you to receive correct knowledge. Establish in your heart correct knowledge and correct understanding. Secondly, I believe that through biblical meditation, you can contact not only understanding about the Bible but you can contact the God that's behind these words in the Bible through meditation, through prayer through pondering and thinking and meditating upon God now Biblical meditation will really help you even in your area of, st of studying God's Word. There are several different ways to study God's Word. Let me just give you an example. First of all, there's topical study. If I was going to meditate in the area of of, of a topic in the Word of God, let's just take a... For instance, a topic such as baptism. What I would do is I would go to the Word of God or to your Strong's Concordance. And I'd find every word that related <coughs> to baptism in the Word of God. And as I, I would look up the Greek and the Hebrew words, to that I'd get definitions, I'd get, I would find the root words where that subject came from. And then as I studied this particular word and, and as I was pondering it and as I was thinking about this subject I would also find that in the context I would find other related topics also like remission uh, repent and be baptized for the remission of your sins. So remission is somehow linked there in the context of baptism or I would think about 
repentance, repent. And be baptized. Or I think about things like faith. He that believeth and is baptized. Or the conscience. It says in 1 Peter 3, 21. We're looking for a good conscience towards God. Through the act of baptism or for instance in Acts 22.16 Paul was calling upon God washing away his sins and so a calling upon God is a related subject relating to baptism. And you would think of other questions that would relate. What are the qualifications that a person would have to have in order to be baptized? What is the purpose of baptism? Who are you identifying with? In baptism, are you identifying with a particular church? Are you identifying with a person? If I was to baptize in the name of Moses, of course I'd be identifying with Moses. So whose name are you to be baptized into? And, and how does that relate uh, to the truths of the gospel. And when is baptism practiced? And uh, the time frame in which it's practiced. Now, if I was going to use biblical meditation, I'd, I'd be thinking through all of these scriptures. I'd be pondering these scriptures. I would be thinking and revolving those around in my mind over and over. I wouldn't just flippantly read one scripture and not paying attention to it. I'd meditate on all of these scriptures in order to try to get the whole subject put together. There's another kind of meditation that you could do through expositional study. For instance, expositional study means that you take a book of the Bible and you go through it uh, verse by verse. And, uh, for instance, the book of Romans. I've studied the book of Romans so much that I realized that chapter 1 talking about God gave a revelation through creation. Man didn't want that revelation. He turned away from that creation. From that revelation. That's practically what Romans chapter 1 is talking about. Romans chapter 2 is talking about the religious people that didn't think they were guilty before God. Romans chapter 3 is bringing the whole point of man's universal guilt and condemnation together. Chapters 4 and 5 Jesus Christ steps in the scene and declares and makes men righteous. It's 
katiawe Yesu nari ukalavika kuu ngalangirira omuntu ilokuvera omutu kilivu called justification by faith uluoku kiliza Romans chapter 6 talks about a death to sin and your new identification with Christ katiate abalumi yesuli omukaga yone yogira kukufa HIV nweranga uwe obali wukumanti uliwa mune kristo in Romans chapter 7 we have a problem mubalumi yesuli omusabatina utubela une chizivu a person is going back under the law going under self effort self strength omuntu una ataguda zeyo mumateka zeyo mkwagalo kukwetu ukiriza maso gakatunda as a as because of that he's he's failing he's crying out oh god who shall deliver me from this body of death muntu nakawa nagama ntayi mukama ani agenda okundo kola mu mubiri guno ogwechibi sin is beginning to creep into his life katechibi wechitatenga chanzo kuyingira mu mubiri gwe and take him down because ngachimu sawansi of the power of the law kubango rwamanyi geteka the strength of sin being the law amanyi gechibi kokubera nteteka that's what's happening in romans chapter Seven. Chapter eight, we see the spirit-filled life, and then it starts talking. About God's great love for us, that nothing will separate us ever from God's love. Chapter nine through eleven, we see election. Chapter twelve, we see. Uh, we're exhorted in the light of all of God's mercy in the book of Romans to present our bodies to God. In chapter 13, we're talking about civil authorities and our responsibility to live as law-abiding citizens. In chapter 14, we see Christian liberty. There's some absolutes in the word of God. It's wrong for you. It's wrong for me. It's right for you. It's right for me. And then there's some gray areas of Christian liberty. And it's all talked about in Romans 14. We should not judge one another on these issues. And then chapter 15 and 16. It's just practical exhortations. And Paul greeting many of the people that he met in Rome. Or knew of in Rome, his friends in Rome. Now, in biblical meditation, what you would do is that you would read a book so often that you would read a, a, a one particular book over and over and over again and think about it and ponder it. Think about it and ponder it until before long you could think your way through each book of the Bible. And that's a wonderful way to meditate. When somebody is saying something out of a particular verse. Immediately the context of that whole verse will come before you. 
Precious subjects Kati, uh, mazima, ago, in a particular book, such as the book of Romans. And then in biblical uh, meditation, Era, you can also think about words. What do words mean? The words are to create. Uh, truth and to bring truth and understanding to it. Ebigambo byo bitonda amazima era kibigenderwa kuleta no kutegera jetuli. For instance the Bible uses the word believe. Ochokulabirako Bible ekozese ekigambo kukiriza. Many many times in the scripture. Ebirundi mingi nnyo. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shall be saved. Kiriza mu Yesu Kristo onorokolewa. What does it really mean to believe if you ever thought about it? What does it mean to believe? Kakati dalada yechitegeza chi okukiriza chiwaliyo chirozeza and uh, as you meditate on some of these things you can go to different translations for instance Acts 16 31 the scripture that I just quoted out of the King James Version if you went to the Amplified Bible you would find a definition of the word believe that would uh, help you to understand what it means to believe in a biblical sense in a biblical way. Acts 16.31 in the Amplified. You ought to look that up sometime. Then many times as you meditate in the word of God you can see the meaning of a word. For instance Luke 6.46 Jesus said, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you don't do what I say? You just meditate on that and think about what the scripture is saying. Then the word Lord, he says, Why are you calling me Lord, but you don't obey me? You don't do what I say. And so it gives you the connotation and understanding. Some of the words that's already been used, like the word Lord, means the master, the one that should be in control, the one that you should obey. You can think of other things. His name shall be called Jesus, Matthew 1 21. Name shall be called Jesus. For he shall save people from their sins. So what would you think that the word Jesus would mean? It would mean someone that would be savior, someone that would save people from their sins. Or the word Christ. In Luke 23. In verse 2, he said that Jesus was Christ, a king. So 
the word Christos, anointed one. What does it mean? Someone is anointed to be king. And so through meditation and meditating in the context of the way things are said and the things that are said, many times you can come up with understanding many times of words that the Bible themselves are, are using. Then there's something else in biblical meditation. You can think about it in a lot of the newer translations and even some of the more, more modern uh, King James versions. Translations, you can see paragraphs. They'll be in paragraphs. It'd be great if you would just take a paragraph and read that paragraph over and over and over and then think about what are these verses saying? What is this paragraph really saying? in the word of God and it would help bring truth. We said there's two reasons for biblical uh, meditation. One is to discover truth and to get truth established in our hearts. Then the other uh, way that biblical meditation is used is to contact not the words in the Bible okay. not these words in the Bible but really the God behind these words in the Bible let me give you some examples. I've marked some of these scriptures. Genesis chapter 24 and verse 62. Isaac went out in the evening in the field to meditate. That means to think about God. To ponder upon God. To think about Him and His way. And at that time, God brought, actually brought him his wife at that time. Joshua 1 8 says this. The book of the law, or we could say it this way in the New Covenant. The word of God shall not depart out of our mouth. We should talk about it. We should talk with our friends about the word of God. It says here to meditate therein day and night. We're not just to think about God or to His ways or His precepts just on Sunday when we go to church. We're to think about Him and His ways and His precepts day and night that we may observe to do all that's written therein. The only way that we're going to do it is if we put into practice biblical meditation and think about God and His precepts through the day and through the night and we will find ourselves then observing to do the 
things that God has called us to do. Psalms chapter 1 and verse 1 says, Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. You know, we can sit and watch television all evening. And most of the things that we're seeing is ungodly. That's not going to help us. But when we delight in the word of God, it says here in Psalms 1 verse 2, when we delight in the law of the Lord or the word of God, in his law or in his word we shall meditate day and night. Then we will be like a a tree that's planted near a river that will have a root system and we will not fumble and we will not fall. Psalms chapter 63 and verse 6 says I lie awake thinking of you God meditating on you through the night. You know, in our, even in the middle of the night, we should be thinking about God. We should be thinking about all that He's done and all that He's given us. And the great blessings He's given us of health. Of material blessings, all the things that He's done and all the spiritual blessings. That God has given us in Christ Jesus. Psalms chapter 119 verse 15 says this. I will meditate in thy precepts. In other words, I will meditate in your ways. And have respect unto your ways. You know, I took a little uh, verse. It was Matthew chapter 7 and verse 12. Jesus said, Whatever you would want someone to do to you, do to them. You know, and I made a little picture out of it. Hung it in my office. And I read that. You know why I read that? Because I want to meditate on that. And when I'm tempted to gossip, slander, backbite, get into strife, you know, I just think about that. I just ponder on God's way. I use biblical meditation to revolve that around in my mind over and over. Whatever the way that you'd want to be treated, you treat someone else. You know, it's kept me out of a lot of heartache and a lot of sin. Then there's other scriptures. Psalms 119 and verse 97 says, Oh, how. Uh, 
Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all day long. Amateka ago, nganga gala ago, genfumiti zamu, uziyobu de. Psalms 119 says, I have more understanding than all my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. You know, in Eastern thought, not in, in Western thought, we Nina Okutegira Okusinga by Girizaba and Gibuna Ubanga Bewategeza Biendo Woza. Obani Mundo was in the Yebuvanjuba. Think only about, you know, learning some knowledge. Setaliani of Yumbu Guanjuba. Fitroza Kuchimucha Kufuna Kumania. Eastern thought, Yatin, Indo was a Yoku Vidim of Vanjuba. Biblical meditation, you revolve something around in your mind. Era Mumnekumitizakuno, a Yabai Bui. You were actually doing. It. You were actually putting it into practice. That's what we're talking about. Biblical meditation. Psalms 119.148 says, My eyes prevent the night watches. In other words, I don't sleep at night that I might meditate in your word. And that's what the psalmist is saying. And many times I spend hours at night just lying there thinking about you, God. Wow. Praising you, uh, thanking about you, your blessings, and thanking you for all your blessings you've done. It's a very powerful and and scriptural thing to ponder and meditate and roll around in your mind until actually you break out in praise because you're really coming in contact in a vital way uh, with the true and living God as you meditate and think upon him. I'd like to close with this New Testament. Verse, a couple of verses here. Philippians 4.8. Paul says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever is true, whatsoever thing is honest, whatsoever thing is just, whatsoever thing is pure, whatsoever thing is lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Aboruganda, Obanga Wayu, Eviama Zima Biona, Evisani de Chitiwa Biona, Eviobutu Kirivu Biona, Evirongo Fu Biona, Eviagariwa Biona, Evisimi Wabiona, Obanga Wayu Burunji, Era, Obanga Wayu Etendo, Evio. As we can choose to think on things and to think on the word of God and to think about God. Now sometimes it's a little bit of discipline. But the Holy Spirit will help us because God wants to bring us into a place of worshiping Him in spirit and in truth. First Timothy 4 
says meditate on these things that is to meditate on the things of God and give yourself wholly to them and in that way the word of God here says your profiting will appear to all. So biblical meditation is really for this purpose is to get the correct knowledge, correct understanding and to get that established in your heart. The other reason is is that through biblical meditation you're not just reading a bunch of words on black and white here but you're actually contacting the God behind these words as you pray and praise and think and ponder upon him 